on today's episode, we talk all about food, our favorite food TV shows, our favorite foods, and our favorite food reality TV shows as well. Also, Carly and Alex go to war about the importance and significance of Smeagol in The Lord of the Rings. It all goes down today on The Levels Podcast. Welcome to The Levels Podcast, where we talk about movies, comics, and all kinds of nerd stuff. There's levels to this. We are excited to announce the Levels Podcast has an official Patreon. Now you're able to partner with us and with your support, we'll be able to help take the podcast to the next level. Of course, as a patron, you will get access to bonus and exclusive content such as live Q&As, bonus content, behind the scenes, bloopers, and more. Help us reach the next level at www.patreon.com slash levels podcast. Welcome to the Levels Podcast. Uh, we back. We are back. Carly, what's good? Um, my voice, I, I don't know what happened to it, but I had a little cold, and now it's like in permanent berry white mode. So, um, Just settling in. I guess so. Uh, I, drop knowledge on us, wisdom. I don't know, maybe. But I was recording the intro we do for the podcast, and I was like, there's levels to this. And I was like... <laughs> What happened? <laughs> what happened? Um, I want to talk about today is food. I'm not just playing. I'm just hella hungry. Like I'm, I'm like. I, too. I woke up like <laughs> I don't eat. So help me, world. Like I don't know what it is. Like I got real loud about that. <laughs> it's because I, I'm saying like I literally right now I have on the stove. I got blueberry muffins. Yeah. I got. Um, um, arroz con pollo, so chicken and rice, mm. on the stove right now, fresh, um, and uh, and I just I don't know I don't I think I'm pregnant because this is crazy like <laughs> this is, like I am like hung I am hungry yo like superbly hungry anyway how are you? That's so funny that you said that because I just went back to put my straighteners in because you can only have them out for two hours a day. Okay. Didn't know that. There's so many things I'm learning about these things. Um, Alex, between last Sunday and the Sunday that just happened like two, three days ago, I ate five pounds of dried mango. Damn. Five pounds. And I was thinking about it because. Like one of them, like one five. of them, like uh, big Mark Costco bags. Exactly. Big Costco bags. As soon as you were like, bye, we are putting the dogs away and hitting the road to go to Costco. And you know, I'm going to get me at least Another two bags. Yo. It's two and a half pounds a bag. Yo. I, I respect it. I'm not even mad at that because I can. I mean, it is what it is. But like, okay. So when y'all do, when y'all shop, do you? Okay, this is perfect. I love this because when y'all go shopping, do y'all mm -hmm. eat before, during, or oh. after the shop? See, 
we try to eat before because you know it, you're like a different being if you shop hungry. It's like let me get all that. It's literally like every taste bud that's in your body is making decisions, and it's like Facts. no, I will do that. Every single one Facts. will have its way. Facts. I'm a monster. I'm a monster if I have not eaten and I shop. <laughs> it's it's a problem. Now, thankfully, Costco has samples, so that that like curbs it a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but still, yeah. yeah. You you would think it don't by though because we third decade that I would know, but uh uh-uh. uh nah. Because <laughs> look, because we go to Sam's because Costco's too far from where we live. But <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> little Gertrude beyond the little counter. Selling them, hey, look, she be selling them hot chicken noodle soup or them crack, oh, them crackers, right, and right. I be like, you, you know, she like hit those microwave buttons with love. She couldn't right. wait. She said, beep. I said, go ahead, and then she, she giving the samples, and she be like, here's something for the kitties. I said, they can't have none. It's for me, and, <laughs> and her face just goes like. <laughs> But no, I I don't know what it is. Like Carly is, I don't know. But I'm hungry. I want to eat. <laughs> you start looking at your cart too. You're like, I have made a critical error. Facts. You know. Facts. <laughs> I'm hungry. Look, and it, so goodbye money. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Like, get out the way. What was really cool about it though was um, the facts. Um, my son, you know, being 13, he likes to cook. So he watches a lot of Gordon Ramsay and a lot oh, of cool. stuff. So we got the little beef short ribs. And he was like, can you make some teriyaki short ribs? I said, bet. So we got the made it made the homemade teriyaki sauce. Yap, yap, yap. Put it in the oven. But sear, seared it first. Put it in the oven to bake the, the beef. Was what like, are you doing right now? I'm sorry. The beef, the beef was like, oh, like, come on, let's make it happen. And that mug was, and you know it's bad when you don't want to share with the babies. I'd be like, I'd be like, you going to eat it all? Because if you ain't going to eat it, I, you ain't gonna, I'll make you some hot dogs. I promise you. So. You're like, these are the five preliminary questions. You got to, <laughs> it's a roadblock. So, um. <laughs> So, okay, I'm going to get off of that, but I just had to express that because I've been feeling some type of way about this for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> Where Man, did this I'm come hoping, from? <laughs> I'm hoping that somebody listening to this, whenever it drops, is like feeling it exactly how we feel and that so. they just can't take it. They just have to like pull over into the nearest grocery store. and <laughs> We got to get a grocery store sponsor, Carly. Wait. Um, hey. That needs to happen. I like where your head's at. And for those of you guys tuning in for watching uh, and, and watching or listening, appreciate y'all rocking with us. Um, yeah. um, I'm learning a new video software, and um, it has like slowed some of the um, production as far as like getting the episodes out. So last week's episode is coming out um, just ASAP. Um, but just trying to learn, level up. And get some stuff going. So, thank uh, you. Thanks, I hear you. Thanks to Carly, of course. Hey, let me let me segue with this. Yes, please. What is your favorite show? Not like reality show. I don't watch reality like shows. Dramatization or story. Okay, mm -hmm. so either TV or yeah. movie uh -huh. about food. 
Ooh, that's okay. So I do watch food reality shows. Okay. Well, yeah, that's why I said like you can't that do. That was good. You can't do Ramsey's newest whatever it is. You yeah, can't that do show is cold. British baking show. Dang, like that show. <laughs> okay. I mean, you can do it at the end, but, but dr- it can't but, be your primary. But it has to be a dramatization, not reality. Um, right. Right. About food. I'm trying to think, are there any, like, good movies, uh, uh, like, you know what I mean, that aren't... Yes, there are. Are there? Mm-hmm. Duh. I need to get hip to it, because the only thing yeah. that's... Huh? Chef? What's that called? Oh, is John that with... John Is that with who? John Favreau. Oh. And, um... Isn't that Adam oh. Sandler's in there? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No. Let me look it up, but no. Look it up. Because I'm going to tell you right now, literally the only only uh, movie right now I can literally think about with that question is Soul Food. And that was more about the drama than, of course, it was the food. And I don't even know if you've seen that movie. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Because isn't Whitney in it? Whitney. Dang. No, no she's not in Soul is Food. In no, she's not in Soul Food. She wasn't in Soul Food. Who is um, in it? Vivica, Vivica A. Fox was in it. Vivica A. Fox was in it. Because they all come to Grandma's house and they then she kinda, passes away, Grandma right? Grandma passed away. Yep, yep, yep. 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 Okay, you saw Soul Food. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that's the only thing I can think okay. about. Chef has Sofia Vergara, John uh, Leguizamo, John Scarlett Leguizamo. Johansson. Dang. Oliver Platt, Bobby. Oh, dude. Dustin Hoffman. You don't Dang. know. I can't believe you haven't seen this movie. No, but now that I'm thinking about Thank it, you. I gotta watch Chef. But now, uh, my wife and I watched um, a movie on Hulu, um, and maybe I was wrong, but uh, it was a story about an Asian male and uh, a white female, and um, they met because of their friends, and he had gotten cancer. But like he's also he was also a chef. Like he's a hella mm. good cook, mm. and that was his dream. But he was a software programmer, so like he he was stuck in that. And she was like, "Go for that. Like do like do that. Do the chef stuff because you hella good at that." Um, and the movie wasn't about so much the food stuff, but whenever they did the scenes with him and the food, fire a one. But I gotta see this What's movie, called? Chef. I don't remember what it's called. Okay, but you think it's on Hulu? I think it's on Hulu, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give them the crumbs. Sorry. Okay, okay, so I'll lift the filter of it can't be reality TV. Yeah. What's your favorite cooking show? I mean, we got it. I mean, okay, honestly. Right now. You can do genres too. You can do like competition versus <coughs> competition. That's actually good because. Um, We watch a lot of PBS, and so look at um, PBS is this channel called Create on PBS, Um, and there's tons of cooking shows. So one of my favorite shows on there that I like to watch is um, a few of them, but I like Cook's Country. I like, um, there's a show by um, Chef Marcus Samuelson. Um, he's Ethiopian. If you watch Chopped, he's been on there a couple times. If you see his face, you probably know him, Carly. Um... 
but he goes around, he came to Detroit, but he goes around to neighborhoods and whatnot and, and visits people's culture and their foods and he meshes with them and figure out their story and how, you know, how they brought their food yeah. here, right? Fire. Um, the food is fire. I love that show. Um, um, and then, of course, tomorrow, primetime TV. I'm a big fan of Hell's Kitchen. Um, when I had COVID, Food Network, like I said, Food Network and Wild and Out really kept me alive. Um, but Food Network, of course. Um, but I really like Chopped. I like Chopped a lot. Um, Hell's Kitchen, of course. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, top, top of my head. How about you? <clears throat> okay, so one thing that I love is on HBO, it's with Stanley Tucci, yes. and it's called Searching for Italy. Okay. It's like a maybe six or seven part series, and he goes through each region of Italy and he's like, this is kind of some of the staples of mm. Rome and here's why and here's the history and here's how they use pasta to stand up to Mussolini. Like, and he's Italian on both sides. Right. So he'll go in and like speak Italian and he's been going there for decades. So he has like spots, you know, where people That's are dope. like, Stanley, you know, like That's dope. The cinematography is beautiful. The food looks incredible. Italy just blows my mind because it's like every region, there's no classism with food. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. Everybody eats well. Everybody knows about seasoning. Everybody knows about togetherness. Everybody everybody does it the right way. They all argue. They're all like, no, this, you know, this, it's like this, it's like this, it's like that. You know, it, it's, I love it. I love that series. I tell everyone that like brings up Italy around me. I'm like, yeah. you have to watch the view of HBO. And then um, there's this other show on Netflix. I'm trying to get the name right. I think it's called School of Chocolate. It is okay. this French okay. literal genius. Like when I say that, yeah, I'm not using hyperbole. He he just like thinks in terms of chocolate and he creates these sculptures. You can see it on Instagram. His Instagram is wild, but the show is people who are pastry chefs and you like get to see them go through a class with him on how to work with chocolate, how to build with chocolate. Sometimes they're on teams, sometimes they're individuals. They compete against each other, but they're also, like, all there to learn. So it's, like, a cool conglomerate of yeah. stressors. It's not yeah. It's not always the same thing of, like, one person's getting eliminated every week because nobody gets eliminated yeah. at all. Um, it's just that one person wins. And it it is just so inspiring to me to see... People go through the process, whether it's storytelling, arts, um, like visual arts, media, chocolate, food. Like, I think you and I like this stuff and why it keeps us vibrant and why it buoyed you when you were so sick is because yeah. we're watching people take something that's in their soul and manifest it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that's like... Yeah. That's what we're designed to do is to create and to be creative. Yeah, I, I think and, 
I agree with that. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just, I had to agree with that real quick because I feel like um, creating and watching others create and creation is, um, is liberating and it's freedom because that's yeah liberation that's a liberating that's a great word to put with creating yeah because there's so much expression and it's not bound by <clears throat> rules right there's no rules when it comes to creating so you can create something you can create a concoction or food or business or whatever and who, who's to say that it's not worth anything you created that you know what i'm saying so um i think that is so dope and, and like i do when you realize like I, I watching these old shows and a lot of people um, like for myself, you know, watching how, you know, black folks, how we had to, or my ancestors had to, you know, find foods and make it, you know, make it, you know, bring it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, the things that people would call detestable and it's like, okay, well, this is what we had, you know, this is what it is. And so, um, the, the ability that food has to bring people together, the, the ability that uh, eating around the table with with people that you care about, or even people that you haven't met before, like it's just it's something different about it, you know, um, and it's really cool. So uh, it brings my next point, Carly, that I really wanted to share with you because, um, and I didn't actually plan this, which is cool. Uh, um, I've been really I've been on a um, like from scratch kick like lately like i always want to make food from scratch and i've always told my kids like if you want to think about this you know you spend x amount of dollars to go to the to go to mcdonald's or wherever you go rallies whatever to get the food and there's a big question mark associated with it is it going to be right are you going to like it is it going to be hot is it even going to be available did somebody um, do something to it Thank you. Did somebody do something to it? Did somebody else or somebody else or somebody else do something to it? You know what I'm saying? And where's it coming from? And so yeah. I, I, I'm loving, like, when you watch these farm-to-table shows, they talk about, you know, organically and uh, and not even just that, but uh, um, sourced from the farms and local. You know what I mean? How important that is for the economy and how, you know, how important it is for the community, you know, and for your health as well. Um, and so I say all that to say that I made some french fries yesterday for my family. Um, you know, cut them, thick, thick cut french fries, and, you know, put the seasoning, roll, you know, put the, what I put in there? Paprika, salt, pepper, and uh, I got some, uh, yes. some smoked garlic seasoning, just a little bit of that, because it's strong. Put that in the oven, let it bake, and then we put the cheese on top of whatever else, because the kids, you know, <clears> so cheese. I gotta go. Bacon, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go it's just this is this is a food episode, right? Um, but uh, I make a big pack, right? And it goes uh, one bag of potatoes can feed literally tons of people, right? And Did you bake? It? Did you air fry it? No, I Did baked you... it. I baked it. I baked it. I baked it. Yep, baked them perfect. Um, and I got a you know I got a big center center counter in my kitchen, so you can kind of commune around the counter. Plop them bad boys on there. Perfect. And I was like, y'all, come on, let's eat. And my whole goal, I didn't want to, I didn't want nobody to get no plate because we're at family, so everybody's cool. I don't want nobody to grab no plates. I don't want nobody to grab the dishes and go off into other spaces or whatever else. We're going to sit right here and yam on these fries together. And that experience was so much fun. Mm. 
you know, my daughter's dancing and talking about her day at school. She's, um, what's that movie that just came out? We don't talk about Bruno um, and Kanto. Yeah, yeah. What about me, Rebel? Right, all that stuff. So like, she's talking about that, singing her that. I got my son, you know, my wife. Like, it was just an experience, and so I just think the ability that food has to do that, second to none. It's transcendent. Yeah. It's cold. It's super cold. So I, I, I'm good. I'm off of that. I'm off good now. <laughs> I'm good, though. I'm good. <laughs> but I was also thinking about when you were talking about your ancestors culturally needing to be creative. I love that. I love that with all the cultures that have had to do yeah, that. absolutely, yep. Um, because I think honestly, limitation is one of, if not the strongest springboard into creativity, you know, like if you have somebody who won't be denied, but they have limitations, that's where innovation comes from. That's where like pivoting and all sorts of new, better ideas happen and like COVID has sucked for sure. COVID and and the way that (coughs) people in power have not managed it well, Mm -hmm. um, that has been brutal and just atrocities have happened for sure. Right. Conversely, We've gotten to, I think, a new place in the working world where people are like, yeah, I'm not taking this anymore. And like businesses are learning new ways to have people be remote so that their work life balance is better. And I think people are like starting to draw hard lines in themselves of this is really what I want out of life. Like it's just it's always interesting to me how limitations or hardships create stunning new levels of life you get a clear picture like you get a clear picture of what life means to you in these moments really you you, i mean i mean when when you know people are are dying around you or you get a clear picture of what you won't settle for anymore even if you don't know exactly what you want sorry to interrupt no, no, that's exactly what it is because it is that you like I'm not I'm not gonna do this. Nope, I'm not. That's not. That's not. I've done this for X amount of years, drone style. Like be, be, yeah. be right. Nope, not doing right. that no more. Um, I'm experiencing that, you know, and I'm sure countless others. You're experiencing, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it ha- it just it's just that it is that because we have to um take charge of our life in some way, yeah. and um. I feel like there's no better time than now. Um, so yeah, that's 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 hella good. It's a really good perspective, Carly. That like that's fire. Um Carly and Alex. I well, you know, what what's interesting is um there's so much like you you get to see we get to see how in the same thing, in the same breath, how finite we are, right? How short time we have but mm. how much life 
is going on around us. And how mm-hmm. many, and how often do we let life pass by, you know what I'm saying, because of waiting or whatever it be may, may be um, that be blocking us from whatever we wanted to do. Um, it's amazing. So, like, I guess the question I have to ask is, you know, it, it's rhetorical, really, but what happens when you just do just do it right just i mean just make it happen i was um, listening to um uh a speaker jay abraham like one of the world's best marketers right and um he said um consistent i'm saying i'm gonna say that quote wrong so i apologize but basically what he said was consistent action is the stomping ground for accomplishment so like we we get so we get so we get so caught up on like planning, having things in order, and being strategic and being a, a sharp mind and saying, mm-hmm, "I gotta mm-hmm. make sure my eggs is laid down and, and I can do that." There's a time for that, but there's all there's but at the end of the day, it all has to come down to action because action causes ripple effects that bring come things back to you. So if, if I don't if I don't record a podcast and put it out on YouTube. I can't ever wonder why nobody's yeah. rocking with me. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Ever. So, like, action is hella super important. It's like when people talk about ready, aim, no, ready, fire, aim. Yeah. Like, ready, do the thing, then adjust. Do the thing, then yeah. adjust. Do yeah. the thing, adjust. Yeah. It's like, Something you said something that made me think. Oh, oh, because you were like, "What happens if you just go for it?" Hey, Trey. What up, young Trey? You hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Did I talk about? Man, we're talking about food. We're talking about what happens when you create, and like just how limitation brings out some of the greatest creativity Facts. in the world. Facts. And um, Alex was talking about who did you say? Jay Abrams. Jay, what do you say? Jay, Jay, what you said. Jay Abraham. Like, even uh, if it's wrong. Yeah. Uh, the quote. just of the quote was basically um, consistent action is the, like the breeding ground for accomplishment. Like you have to consistently act, execute, do um, for things to kind of happen um, to reciprocate. So if you want something to happen, sitting down or hoping and wishing doesn't do anything. I can't bring anything from a hope or a wish at all mm-hmm. you know it's a great start but it's not the, at the end of the day regardless of how sloppy the action is act mm-hmm. just act that makes sense there's so much more that comes with it and in trade i talk this tons of times we have because you know we get so we get caught up on i want this right i want this right i want this right but clarity really does come when you actually do you get to see mm-hmm. where you don't want to go where you don't so you take a step and say, okay, that didn't work out. Pivot. <laughs> you know There's I mean? a new show called Pivoting, which I like, by the way. Oh, is there? It's only got two episodes out. But, okay, to go back to this, because I got distracted by that. Yeah. I'm in a Facebook group, which I've discovered that if you just use Facebook to be in groups that you like, like or are interested in, then Facebook is not a dumpster fire. Like, I don't look at anybody's statuses anymore because I'm like, I literally was never meant to know what all these people think. Like, <laughs> I, can't. It's, I, I never, 
have the bandwidth. Humanity was never meant to know this much personal information. That's true. Like that. But um, I'm in a Facebook group for annual pass holders for Universal Studios, which as an aside, if you're ever going to Universal Studios, getting a pass holder is less expensive. Getting an annual pass is less expensive than just paying for like four days. And then you get all these discounts and all that. So anyway, there's a terrible ride in my opinion and the opinion of others. Um, (laughs) It's a, Mark was like best in the furious. Like he didn't know what I was going to say at all, but um, I, it, it, hit me the other day because I was down in Florida and I went on it because somebody, my friend hadn't been on it before. And I was like, fine, if the wait is less than 10 minutes, I will go on it. And it was, but like universal still threw out like $50 million or something like that. Somebody still just like believed in their dream, believed in that plan. They, they looked at the CGI and even though it looks worse than anything that was made back in 1992, they were like, yep, we're going to green light this. Like, it does, sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes it's just like you don't. everything that you were saying, Alex, if you're bold enough to just create something, to give them something to buy into, to say yes to, mm-hmm. then that ride's so bad. But it just it like in a, in a roundabout way it encourages me that all my dreams are true because in the same breath somebody greenlit Red Note somebody greenlit Eternal somebody greenlit you know all these all you this nonsense was that was beautiful you knew it was coming <laughs> I want to find Arisham <laughs> just the first line it's time it's the line it's so bad wait what's she do Carly. She goes, it's time. And then it just <laughs> That was what she was supposed to do. What she, what else yeah, she but there's like no, there's no like synergy or a synthesizing of the information that she got. It's just. It was in her mind. What's she supposed to do? Put her brain outside her head and say, I was like, this is. No, there just Lex- needs to be pacing. There needs to be. This is the electro that triggered. The talking, like, oh yeah, it's this time now, the time. Or like, look to look around at everybody, make eye contact, and be like, it's time. But that real though, not like that real like that though. That's I why, know. That's that why was, was really interesting to watch it again and be like, oh, yeah. I don't like you even more because you're not even human. <laughs> well, that's why. That's why homeboy. Like I have even less. What was his Go name? Ahead. Icarus. That's why homeboy Icarus was like. She was like, hey, what's good? Isn't that beautiful? He was like. like that's why uh, there's a little bit of controversy online people are talking about uh, this scene uh, uh, where Fastos is crying because of the atomic bomb yeah and they were seeing how they were like why are you crying about the atomic bomb you done seen a whole bunch of stuff yep. happening in the on the planet. Like you done seen a whole bunch of people uh, being killed, and whatnot. Why are you like and 
they were like, you you black. You done seen a bunch of stuff. And then somebody was like, well, actually. They were like, well, actually, he's not. They were like, he, he was he was fashioned. They're fashioned. They're fashioned. In certain way. But he wasn't. He was. Uh, he's an eternal, indefinite. That that technically, they are not really a a race, race as, in, as constructed by Western society. Mm. So it's kind of like they're he like appropriating saw, humanness. Yeah, yeah, because he would have saw <laughs> certain things, and like that's what you get upset about. And I think I think what it was is like it was because. <laughs> Some of the inventions <laughs> that he came up with, yeah, yeah, that, that's what it was. Like seeing the direct correlation. Yeah, that's I mean, that that he was won. really where the where the heart where the hurt yeah. was for him because he was like he had a hand in that um, yeah. with his technology, um, for sure. That's crazy. So, so much of that movie. That's okay, crazy. but okay, one of the things that you missed um, was I asked Alex what some of his favorite movies or TV shows. Pertaining to food are not like not uh, reality TV shows about food, but like any sort of story or drama. Um, move, uh, movie. I like the movie Chef with um, um. We agree. Carly, you on that point? That's good movie. It's twenty twenty two. Trailer on the same page. Carly, you don't. I like, I like the, I like the part where he's making girl cheese. He's making girl cheese. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Okay. And Mr. Bones. After I saw what? that movie, oh. I listened to that Al Green song literally probably twenty thousand hours. Thank you. Boom. That was actually a good what? movie. Yeah, it was really good. I think also the relationship with him and his son. I think the one part where he took his son out of the restaurant of the truck, and he's like, "Look, this is my life." He's like, I love to do this, and like, I take care of these customers, and I need you to respect it the same way. You don't just, you're not what, what we serve should be served that food to that person, like teaching him some of the skills and whatnot. So I think that was a, I, th- I thought it was a really good movie. That movie is um, fire. You know what? There's movies? another movie go with ahead. Go ahead. Brad, Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, he was as well. That was. Um, What's that but, one called? Because it's similar. It's. It's where he's like trying to get his Michelin star, but it's like a similar name because I would get them confused all the time. Well, that's when I was, th- I was thinking about when you were talking about the chef, Carly, is when I was thinking about with Bradley Cooper. That's a great one. You know, I forget what it, yeah, I forget what it was called. I have to look it up. Um, but yeah, that one was a good movie too. Um, because he was like building himself back up, mm. like he had went and then he was what the that's how the movie starts is like. He's building this up back up. I don't. Sometimes I don't like some food movies because they eat pasta in them. I'm like, and or food fights. I do not like food fights. I don't in like movie. No, I don't like shows. I don't like that. I don't like that. Don't even put it in the movie because I will. And like. <laughs> Why? Where does this come from? When I was a kid, That's okay, back at you know, like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, they were like on top of the, of the movie. world. They were on top of the world. 
<laughs> and they did that It Takes Two movie with um, Kirstie Allen mm-hmm. and uh, whatever that dude's name is. Yeah, he and was in all kinds of movies that big old food fight. That was like my dream. Nah, I got whooped. It pissed me off. Because I thought about what would have happened to me if I did something like that. Mm-mm. Exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> if, I get, if I get any spaghetti or something on me, it's over with. <laughs> yeah, no. too much down. That's the one reason why. <laughs> that's the one reason why certain like scenes, like when Big Bang Theory, I've said this before, Big Bang Theory, when they have uh, scenes where they're eating food, yeah, like one on one, they usually eat, eating something like pasta, and I'm like, already I'm like that, but then you think about it in movie terms. They're not really eating that food, so it's made to just sit there. It's probably cold, and they usually do like five or six or seven takes on a scene. So plus all the setup and everything else, it's just cold food sitting there. You know Brad Pitt's not in all his movies always eating cold food. No, but sometimes the food does get cold. Well, sure. I'm sure that happens. But what is your deal with pasta? Don't it's nasty. Get him, don't get him you started. need to wash yourself. Don't get him started. It's oh, I, no, I like pasta. Oh, okay. Don't get him gross. started on pasta. You need to respect my Italian heritage. Don't get him started on pasta because he, he it's gonna be game it's over. But okay, check this out. Um, that's funny. That's real funny. Uh, yeah. I, yeah I, there's we, a, got, we got five minutes. We got five minutes. Um, what were you saying? Sorry. Go ahead. Waiting, waiting is the the greatest restaurant movie. Waiting is the greatest it's restaurant. Out waiters, right? Is that what yeah. the main cook it was? Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan. Dane Reynolds. Cook was in the second one. Mm. And Anna Ferris. <sighs> Something about Anna Ferris. I don't know. She uh, she hits me different way. Like I'm either like cool or like she's like polarizing to me in all of her roles. <laughs> I'm never just thinking about her. I have a bone to pick with you too. Talk about it real quick. She did good in that mo- in that show, Mom. She did. Yeah, she did. All right, let's <laughs> hey let's end it out with some drama. Let's go. What are we talking about, Carly? Tell me how. Oh Lord, here we go. Roto gets the ring without Gollum. Dog, listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. Who cares? Don't nobody care about Smeagol? Don't nobody care about You're that? not answering my question. No, because, I am putting because, the burden because, of look, truth on YouTube. Look, the burden don't nobody, of truth don't nobody, on YouTube. Look. No. You have no. Alex, tell me how. Tell he, me how Frodo gets the ring, he, which is what the whole movie because, is about. Because you know why? Without, you know how he gets it. You know how you know how he gets it. I'm gonna tell you right now, because it was in the script. That's how he gets it, not because of Smeagol. <laughs> not cause of Smeagol. Yes, because and look, of Smeagol. And look, and, 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 and if Smeagol wasn't there, his homie Sam would have got it for him. Sam was right or die for Mr. Frodo. He was right or die for Frodo. You understand? Right or die. And Sam no. could have been hip hop. Hip. Sam, and, and Sam is the one that pulled up. Sam was the one that smart. I fought off Smeagol when Smeagol got out. Off. When Sam, when, Wait, when, no, hold on. Stop. 
when when Smeagol when when, when Smeagol was like, ah, it's that time, Frodo. Sam was like, hell no, Frodo, no, back away, monster. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And and Smeagol back there like this. I'll be back. Need to be seen as a respected place for people to get. Informed opinions about they already know about Lord of the Rings and Tolkien. I respect them, I respect Tolkien. No, you don't, because Smeagol had the ring first. That's how Bilbo got it, and Bilbo passed it down to Frodo because Smeagol had it. No, no, he wasn't Smeagol then. He wasn't Smeagol then. He was, uh, what's his name? What's the regular, what's his regular name? Smeagol. Smeagol choked out his cousin. Yes, that was crazy, though. Why did he, first of all, why was it in the middle of the lake? I don't care if you don't care about any of that. My point is, I was in the middle of the lake. Who did nothing to Smeagol, which is why and, the ring ends up if, in Frodo's hand in the first place. And if Absolutely Sauron got the not. and if Sauron got the biggest eyes on the world, that can see everything. How the hell did he lose a ring? How really? did how did he lose the ring? How did, how did the, how did the ring end up with the lake? <coughs> I just it. I thought that we could have an how intelligent, the, informed conversation. intelligent and informed. Aragorn. He got the eye. The eye is... What's... I don't got nothing for the eye. The eye is like this all day. He oh. wasn't the eye. He wasn't the eye. He was the eye because he lost his body. He lost the ring and had to become the eye. He was in a bodily form. The ring got cut off, and then a man, Isildur, was like, nah, man, I'm not gonna burn this. I'm gonna keep it. And that's why the eye gets created, is because Sauron poured part of his soul and spirit into the ring. How? Thus the eye. I don't know. He's evil. He's dark. So he poured his eye into the ring? <laughs> like, like a horcrux. What he do? He no, said, no, no. "I got to go." Is what I said. Who was around to witness this? How? Mr. Anderson was around to witness this. <laughs> what do you mean, dog? Do you have you seen Carly. the movie? Am I talking to yes. somebody who actually? Yeah, we're talking. I saw all three of them. Who are you talking then about? Why do you have these questions? Because they don't make sense. First of all, because because now because now you got me talking oh, about yeah. Smeagol. Look, look. If the ring was supposed to be the thing that trips <laughs> is what trips humanity up, like they just can't resist the shit. They ah <laughs> ring. Like, okay. What was the purpose? Sauron could have just been like, "Listen, I'm gonna enslave all of y'all. Put my eye in it." And y'all can have it, and you do, and you do my will. Like, what's so? Why does he need it back? Which is what I'm saying. If he can control it from his eye, and he sees everything, he, whoop, everything from that top tower with all the orcs on the bottom. Why does he need? Why does he need? What was the point? And why does Frodo have to turn it back to the source for it to be corrected? This ain't gonna have no resolution anytime soon because I don't. Res I don't respect. I respect. Hold on. I respect. You're I respect Tolkien. I respect I respect the characters. I respect the fact that he created that stuff. But I don't care about Smeagol. I don't care about Gollum. The eye happened because the ring got separated from the body. It's like it severed soul and Okay, who put the eye up there though? 
Sauron. That is no. How his eye did not float into the tower and form a whole big colossal. Uh, what's that called? What's it? What was? What's you it called? cannot be making these points if a you haven't read the book. Door. You don't know what you're talking about. You Hold don't on, which know one is it though? You said I had. You said I have to watch the movie and not watch the, read the books. I'm not reading the thick. I'm not reading. I'm not reading that. When I tell you how it I'm happened, I'm not reading like, the book. He didn't do it. He did it. Sauron did it. He put his eye up in that tower. He. Because he wasn't killed, because he, <laughs> his, his evil was lingering, he was drawing dark forces to himself and could still exert his will. No. Alex. He's going to make it up there. <laughs> How did he build a compound on his eye? True. He let people do it for him. He had not people, but like beings. How did he communicate with the beings? He wasn't. He wouldn't have a body. How did he communicate? Sound like Eternals to me. <laughs> <laughs> How did he communicate? So okay, I'm gonna ask you just one question, and then I'm gonna go because we're gonna be here all day. One question: When Sauron supposedly got his hand cut off, that made his whole body go disappear, right? Yes. Right, his whole just just his hand, and he has to go. Okay, right, <laughs> but because you can still keep you can still keep your body if your hand is gone, but I guess he can't. The ring was separated; it severed his <laughs> being. It severed his being. I gotta be an eye now. How did he get his eye? Was the eye floating around and making visits to people that he wanted to partner with? He said, uh, <laughs> all right, hey, y'all, I know I'm a floating eye, but I got this ring. I promise you, it's powerful. If you help me get right up in this tower, if y'all part with me and fight, because I can't really fight. I can look. I can tell y'all when they're coming. <laughs> I can tell you when they're coming. I just can't do nothing. If y'all can part with me, I promise you, fame and glory and riches and, and whatever you need, food, Whatever, because the food in that movie was nasty. All the movies, all, when when what's his name's dad was eating all the food, when Bormir was getting was getting waxed up by the orcs, mm. and his dad was eating the nah, 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 that was nasty, like ew, yeah. gross, yeah. bloody uh bloody chicken Denethor. knuckles. That's what he was eating. That Denethor was eating tomatoes. He made him look like nasty. He made tomatoes look like the worst thing on earth. I would never want to eat up there that dude. <laughs> no. So my my question is, was mm. his eye? Floating around the the world, Middle Earth, not Earth, Middle Earth, was he floating around there do, giving sales pitches? <laughs> no. <laughs> then how did he get his crew? Alex, tell me, have you, how does, in, in the world, how does lust work? How did the ring corrupt people's hearts? How did it corrupt people's minds? How, I, I'm not how talking can, about that, though. No, no, no. This I'm, is the same thing. No, okay, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You talk. You talk. Same thing. It's the same thing. How can people who don't even talk, but like all the body language, the eye contact, the like whatever, there's like a connection. It's unspoken. It's unuttered. But there's still all this like, oh, and then you're influenced. You're drawn in, you're manipulated. The ring was working all that behind the scenes, corrupting. It was building armies. You gotta read the books. You gotta watch the movie. It talks about this. This is why I don't understand why you have these questions. 
Hold up. Sauron was still powerful. He still had his influence over the earth. I mean, he got Saruman. I can understand Saruman. Saruman was building an army, and of, so Saruman I'm sure was, was the one who Saruman was, doing was part of. Did he know Saruman before he got his hand cut off? Mordor. Yeah, but they were they were opposed. Why? Because they had the same goals. No, he he flipped. Sauron got corrupted by the Palantirs. I don't know who they are, but Saruman yeah. Saruman had the long hair. Yeah, like you the don't white, know. The fake Gandalf bet. So he was Gandalf's mentor. He was Gandalf's like in the in the wizard realm. He was like the top guy, and then he bugged out. Right, because he wanted to be a floating eye. Because he, he got corrupted. No, <laughs> he got jealous. He got corrupted. I want to be an eye. Corrupted by the ring. He got corrupted by Sauron or Sauron. Everybody wants to be. <laughs> you, we need to put this content out, and I want to comment blow up. Hopefully, if it's written, we can break through this nonsense. Because Alex is, this is nonsense. I'm just saying, like the whole, the whole thing. It, it. I mean, the movies are once again excellent, world class. And I get that there is an object that people were vying for that caused wars. Look at oil, right? But what I'm saying is, my only thing was, I'm not saying none of that was wrong. My thing is, why does what's his name matter? I don't. It doesn't matter. He don't matter to me. He was an, he was an adversary. That's, that's my, that is my a, whole point. He is was that an he adversary to Frodo and everything. Sam, and he was he had he he was and he Smeagol was he was tortured. No, Smeagol. The ring gets His name to is Smeagol because he, he no because he told Sam he wanted to be called Smeagol when he was in that bodily gremlin form. Call All right, Smeagol. Mark has to blend his coffee. Levels. It's gonna be loud. You gotta go get your yeah yeah levels 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 levels. Hey, yo, until the next time, let us know what you think about Smeagol and Gollum and your food. And I want to hear your thoughts. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. This is a quick episode of the Levels Podcast today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I appreciate you, Carly. I <laughs> appreciate you, Trey. <laughs> y'all have a good one. I haven't seen any of them, so. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>